Rab Tzimin Tov Kuf Yud Ches Siv Tes Mil Alach Sav Yam Tov. Bayis Shehu Molei Peiros Muchanim. You have a storage house I would call that's filled with Peiros Tvua whatever that are ready to be eaten. But you can't get to them because back then, very often, what it was is that if it was meant for long-term storage, they would seal it up. So you had this totally sealed-up building. The nivchas and it broke on Yom Tov. So now there's an opening. You're allowed to take fruit or food out from the area where it broke down. So Mishabur explains what's the what's what is it? What's leimer? For side, it's fully sealed. It's muchan. Meaning, if they'll put there for a long time, <coughs> dry out or something like that, then it'll be muktzah. But here, they're, they're, they're ready to be eaten. You just haven't opened it up yet. Even if it broke down on Yom Tov. We don't say. Says, I might say that since at the time the Yom Tov began, you couldn't get to it, so maybe the Gansi Yom Tov, it should be Yasser, it should be Muktzah. says, no, that only applies to when there's a problem with the Cheftza. For instance, we learned to, if you're drying fruit, so if it was in the mid-stage, mid at the beginning of Yom Tov, or Shabbos, when it couldn't be eaten because it was no longer good enough the way it was fresh, and we hadn't tried to dry it out yet, so that's Muktzah, because that's the problem with the Cheftza. Here, the Cheftza, the item was perfectly good. Just you, you had a blockade Blocking you from getting it. <coughs> so if that blockade gets removed on Yom Tov, it's permitted. We'll feed Tom Zen according to this reasoning. I feel how you buy his body, me kaidim, shenri gil shiv chas melot. Kam came with a little papchas, a peris. Even if this was a perfectly strong storage building, right? And you had no reason to believe that anything would happen to it over Yom Tov. Not that, you know, you're expecting things to start falling apart. Bechain, who had the mishesh loy, lutsesh tmunim bebari. Let's say someone has. Turnips or something like that, that's, that's tumble that's hidden in, in a pit, that's sealed. Right, and you know how to open up the seal on Yom Tov, but upsach on ha'akum, Yom Tov, I'd be shop, so go, you open it up. The Ebrahim Mishnah Muktzah, there's no Isra Muktzah on these, on these things that were stored in this pit. Achin, but, im asa akum mutzarech Yisrael. If the akum broke open this seal for the use of the Jews, I feel my parents are Yishalakum, then even if the fruit belonged to the guy, also be Yasser. Achila to eat it or betilta to touch it. Admit say shabbos the yom to b'kdeish yase because that required a malacha. So if the guy did it, like it requires a malacha for yid after b'kdeish yase. If he did it for himself, then you take some. That's okay. Ve'ayin ve'alacha de'im lahakubze ki imishasat chak. Not to take it from the guy if he accepts shasat chak. If he did something that will be us, that 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 will be us. But in the in the Be'alochi, he brings others that disagree, and this is where he says the Chari ain't lachum b'shas tzchak. I'm only talking about the Goy case. The Chari talking about even in the first case, that it's best not to use it even if the whole building this this kula that it's not muksa because it was prepared, but the building was blocking it. That he says that's also kula. And that goes nivchas me'ev yamtiv. So therefore, you look at the end of the Be'alochi. He says, "Ain't shem alkin nir lanis daidish ain't lachum b'zevachim b'din halafosu shayit shem agenav from." And in both cases, whether the guy did it for himself or the case where it fell apart by itself, it says not to be make except b'shas That's a sheet. That's to 
Psakov to Chavitz Chaim. Noitel Mokum Prasiv Kamen Vav Avlo Yivches and Abayz Yosef. Let's say a small opening broke open, whatever it started peeling away, whatever the seal is. You can't pull it a little way weiter. You can't do more. <coughs> you only take from that which is already open. Simon Tov Kuf Yotas is going to talk about Binyan and Steer a little bit. The Kalim on Yamtif. When when you say there is an issue of building and breaking apart various Kalim or not. So before I begin, I, I can do either read from inside the Mishaburu or we can explain outside. So we'll inside in the Mishaburu. That Hainu Chanuyas, let's see if we now. I've just seen this. We're talking about, we're going to be talking about stores. She'ena Muchabar and Bakaka. They're not attached to the ground. El Asuyas Kimenteva, a Migdal shall eats. And uh, that what happened was back then, think about it this way. You go sometimes to these malls, right? Where, you know, they have these stands in the center of the mall. Yeah. With these kiosks where they close up everything. You know, overnight you walk by and you can't see the items. Then, like, sort of they fold things back and all of a sudden all the items appear. Because they're all there, they just fold it in. So back then, the market they also had, they would have very often these kiosks. That the guy would basically... Close up this large box. You never would sit inside it, really, right? And you, you turn around the walls, and right, you have four walls. They all have things on the inside of them. You, you, you take out one wall. You turn around the walls. Now it's a kiosk that you know you can buy and sell from. So here we can talk about. Let's say someone wants to buy something from such a kiosk or get something from such a kiosk on Yomtiv, right? So Misalkin the Mechaber says Misalkin Trisay. You could remove the door, the gate, whatever you want to say, Tris is, of Chanuyot over there, on the stores. And I'm also, Peish Kroshim Shenoil Bem Chanuyot, these are the beams, the walls. Umachziyun Aisab Yamtin, you can put it back on Yamtin. Kadeishi Yoitzi, Fallen Shutzarchim, so you can remove some spices or fragrances that you want. Velo Yimanim Simchas Yamtin. Not to hold yourself back from Simchas Yamtin. So we're not talking about today where there were typical hinges, you know, when these kiosks that, you know, you just click, click up, click down, you know, they put a separate lock. You know, you're taking apart this whole box, you know, of the kiosk by removing it. You know, much more complicated, right? You sort of, meaning, just like we all understand, you could open and close the door. It's on hinges on Yom Tif or Shabbos. No one says opinionist to you, right? Or as we're going to see later, you know, you can open and close the table, right? A folding table, right? But over here we're talking about when you imagine, imagine instead of opening and closing on the hinges, you remove the door and you're putting the door back, let's say, on a hook that's holding it in place. So that's more what we're talking about over here. So he says these you could you could put back. When when they have the pivot or the hook in the center, if the if the bolt was from I, I would call today to understand the bolt was from the sides then you can because you might bolt it in well. If there are bolts on the side at all, it's permitted. So it seems like there were two types. As Mr. Rule explained, like a bolt would come out of the center and you, there was a hole in the center of your board and you push it over that and, and that bolt would hold it on. That was okay. But now picture on the other hand, sometimes you have these doors, you know, you see in commercial buildings where besides, you know, the knob, there's like a deadbolt, that separate piece that you push in from the door all the way to the post. Sometimes you don't sometimes even lock on that because it locks on the bottom, but that bolt is locked in. You can only open it from the inside. So back then what they used to do is <coughs> since this piece of wood door, right, wouldn't have hinges, instead it would have on the top and the bottom and on the side would have this deadbolt. So it goes into the ground, 
goes into the lintel on top, it goes into the side wall, now it's stuck closed. So that, he says, yeah, you can't do, because that's very strong, and that's already binyan. So let's see the Mishnah Bruce inside. Sif cotton. Aleph, we saw the first half, the second half says that this is all talking about these kiosks and stools that are not attached to the ground. After the bracket it says, If you have these stools that are attached to the ground, you know, you go to these amusement parks and have these kiosk stools that I do the games from, but if some are attached to the ground, right? Some aren't. They are attached to the ground. Then there is a derise of binyan mysteria. Then you wouldn't be allowed to remove it <coughs> from the pivot or from the hinge because then already it's binyan mysteria that's derise. But because we're talking about things that are not attached to the ground, it will only be binyan mysteria bekalim, so they will make up for this. Right, the reason why people would want to take the door so they can remove things. Why did they permit you to take it down and put it up? They let you take it down so you can have some and get what you want out from inside it. So he says, we have to put it back, just take it down. But no, if the guy's worried that things are going to be stolen, if he doesn't put it back, he's not going to be masking to take it down. So we saw this many times that Chazal allowed you to put something back, you know, to go back from that solo call. All those different types of things we saw in Shabbos Yom if this is a private kiosk that you have in your house, you close it up for shops. You close it up when the customers don't come. Right? So you can't put it back together again on Yom Tov. You can open it up, but you can't put it back together. Avada, if this was in a mall, right, so people are going to steal, so even though it's technically in a building, it will be the same halacha. They can put it back. So if they only have the center pivot, in the middle of this door they put back, there was a hole. And there was this piece that came out, that was boiled, that came, that came opposite the hole, and you'd put that board over that hole, and that would hold it. That's not such, that doesn't have the appearance of being so much. Then you're allowed to put it back on, as long as you don't knock it, the um, the, uh, the 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 bolts in very strongly. But if there's a tzir min atzad, hainish a bolt, each echad me adelus lemaila, can we all say that we have like a deadbolt coming out of the top? For each echad connected to the mat and the absolute coming out of the bottom. Uba mifton yesh chush etoch v'toyche, uba mat connected yesh gam kenchor. It seems like. Either it was like what we would do today it would be two separate small deadbolts, or they would have this one piece that you know would probably would bend a little bit, and they would be able to stick it in the floor, and, and there was a hook that would, it would attach to on the door, and it would stick into the ceiling also. I guess they'd bend it in, right? And now it's one piece going all the way up, out the top, out the bottom, into the hole above and the hole below that hold you from moving it. So that's also to put it back fully. It says, you're allowed to take it off, you're allowed to put it back somewhat, but you can't make sure, you know, it's locked well. If has none of these pivots or these hinges at all, then even if it's indoors, you're allowed to put it back. Indoors, you're not. You're not. It says, we only go to not to put back in the house 
when there's a center pivot, because we're scared on the side ones, you might. But in a case where there's no hinges, there's no pivots, or whatever this is at all, you know, you just put the board back up, and it stands there, you know, it's leaning against it, that's permitted on Yom because there's no shy love being in steer in such a case. Siv Beis, Kalem Shei Mefutzolem, Kalem that come apart into parts, Kagayin Menorah Shachulyas, that's a Menorah, or a kise, or a fly fixture, or a chair, shluch on a table, shem chatiches, chatiches, that are made out of parts. Ma'amidin ay sev yandav, you can put it together, yandav. V'hu shloyitka, as long as you don't put in the, 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 the beam in a strong fashion. Right, so for instance, a table today. Most places will hold a folding table, you could open and you could close, right? Whereas on the other hand, <coughs> I'll give you an example where some place can be fake, it's for instance today a pack and play. Because right, in order for a pack and play to work, you know, in order for those top hinges to close, you have to make sure that de- the bottom part is locked well in place. That could stay permanently forever. Now, folding table could stay for a long time also, but the way the Metzis HaShabai is it's not locked in, you know, the, when a ring slides down to hold it in place. It's not Be'etzim strong. If you flip it upside down, it will easily, right? But you flip a pack and play on its side upside down, it's not going to unlock easily. Right? You don't pull up that center, right? It's not going to. Right, so therefore, the many places are fact, they're going to pack and play. Well, and they can open and close it on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Siv Khan has a shulchan v'huad in kaisal prakim. If it's a yellow goblet that's made out of parts, my mid name binyan esir bekelim. Stamas that we say there's no binyan esir bekelim. Legazu b'zeshem yitka k'moy lab sefav k'be chanuus peish lam tzir minat zad b'shem nisim chis yom tov. And we're not worried that you put this cup together. You're going to do it in a strong way. In the sauce of mash, I feel it's sparking by game. Now, let me show you even if it was in parts before Yom Tov minute. But for who shall I yet care? What does that mean? Perish bechoyzik ubegvura. That you don't do something that takes strength to knock it into place, and you know, and it's strong. Kasam magad ramish shem myril. Akum shehevi ksav chasam. If a guy brings a sealed letter, mutal fascha biyamtiv yilad open yamtiv. Akum kasav alav oisius aitzuris asam shem chayichik. Must his letters on the sealed, and you can't because of myichik. Achim biagram mitzadid bechol gavne and fascha ayin sham. Right, said so the the guy says, and now is not open a sealed envelope on Yom Tif. Right, what's the machlekes? The machlekes is in binyan is to hear Right, so the reason why the guy holds it's also he holds it because the whole heter here was for things that you need for simchas Yom Tif. And mistama, uh, most of these letters are not dear to grace uh, simchas Yom Tif. You need a table, you need to eat on it for something like that. So they will more make it. But stam guy brings a letter, you shouldn't open a Yom Tif. Siv Gimel. Opening and closing items, opening and closing seals on the kalim and the karka to break a, a packaging. All these halachas of you know, all the packaging for food and all these types of things. Same halachas of Shabbos apply to yamtiv. So he says, look in Simon Shinyan Dalad where in the Shabbos you learned all those halachas. Siv Dalad look them kasha kesim etevin hayatzim some dinam yamtiv kedinam b'Shabbos. And to gather up uh, straw or all these types of things that are out in the field. Once again, he says, the same halachas on Shabbos apply to Yom Tif, Right? That most of these halachas were not, there's no difference between Shabbos and Yom Tif. Right? If you look in Shemchav Beis, right there, and all these halachas of Noilad, of which one of these fragrances you could, uh, you could, uh, you could do. What you could do to an item, right? 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 Whether, whether you're allowed to take it, a, a, a twig and, and turn it into a, a, 
what do you call it, the toothpick, you know, to clean out between your teeth. All these Allah is the same thing Shabbos and Yom did. Then he says, Kemotim, Sha'isim Anashim, Batis, where he says, Batis, she came, Asalasis, Viyamtiv, Meshum, Tikkun, Mona. Right? So these things which they would, would, which the women would use for their hands, their legs, for, for their clothing, right? In order to do on, on Shabbos and Yamtiv. Why not? Because it was, it's Tikkun, Mona. The Mishabru says, Buhuadin, the Asalasis, Kemotim, Ba'anak. Which is the same thing he's saying on uh, on the collar as well, right? These are the, these kamatim are creases. So what they would do is to to to, to fold it well. They they would make creases uh, on the on uh, it seems like on their um, sleeves, uh, on their uh, hosiery, right? So you can't do. When the Shabru says today we generally don't fold our socks. We're worried about the creases, right? Even women. But what do we do? By right? the collar of the shirt, you bend it over properly. So let's say you had a shirt, right, and you, and you want to fold it on the crease, right? It's the same sock of, you know, folding up, we've learned in the Shabbos, about folding your pants on Friday night, probably on the creases. So all the same thing applies, Shabbos and Yom, is all the same thing, right? That you can't use special trees or piece of wood that they would fold it over to hold it nicely. You can't do that. I feel that all these things that you can't do, whatever foldings you can't do, at, you can, on Shabbos, you can't do on Yom Tiv either. We'll stop over here.